get right now to our next guest, Adam Lamps with us, CEO, co-founder, Mint Wealth Management. Thank you, Adam Lampy, for being with us. Always nice to see you. So before we get to your specific stock picks, tell me more about what you think is really happening here. Well, I think there's a lot of fear going on in the market. I mean, inflation concerns are, are there, but the fact of the matter is, and everyone has ignored this, is technically inflation peaked last month. And if that trend continues, the market typically does really well. Uh, the bottom line is we're off to the worst start um, since 1928. Uh, there's only been one time that's it's been worse. But if you look at the top five worst time periods for through the first 96 days, uh, they've all improved. And then the other, you know, big trump card that we have is we have midterm elections coming up, and typically that is a good, uh, good year for for the stock market. Oh, that's interesting because I thought it was the other way around. One of our guests recently said midterm elections lean towards the downside. What statistics do you use to call it a winning, more of a winning factor? Well, typically when when one party has all three branches of government and then. Uh, they typically lose that. That's been historically good for the market. So, you know, ultimately, mm -hmm. the other thing you have to look at is whenever the Fed increases rates, there's only been three times in, in history, going back to 1941 um, and then 1963 and 1973, where after 12 months, after the first rate hike, the market wasn't positive. The bottom line is 80, nearly 80% 80 of companies are exceeding earnings. I do expect that number to come down, but we're well over... 50% of you know, the best companies in, the, in, in this world uh, are in correction territory. That presents an opportunity. Fortune favors the bold. I see. So now that we're in this bear market at this point, um, you, what do you tell folks? Is there opportunity here? Is this the time to get in? And Because um, I was just reading an article here. I, just, I didn't even want it to go away. It just said, stick around. Because someone who called the bottom in 2020 was saying, look, um, you're going to be shocked at the rally that's coming. Does that sound like something you believe in? Well, uh, certainly, definitely. Uh, you know, bottom line is I encourage folks to develop an investment policy statement. For instance, Yale and Endowment, they made 41%. And you know why? It's because they stick to their allocation no matter what. Mm -hmm. And I think folks have right. lost sight of that. And I think it's I think it's really important to keep that in mind. Uh, embrace a lifelong relationship with stocks. And I always tell folks diversification is undefeated, but I will always have to apologize for certain asset classes going down. I mean, value stocks look appealing and certain stocks have done well this year. So let's talk about some of the names that you've chosen here. Uh, you know, there's names like Verizon, for example, which, you know, your parents owned because it had a great dividend. It was telecom. It wasn't going anywhere. We think about uh, aerospace and defense with Lockheed Martin. These are a couple of the names on your list. Tell us more about some of your picks here. Well, I always tell folks math is math. And, you know, the bottom line is their revenue is up 25 percent. And, you know, I look at there's about That's a 33 percent upside. Or, or I'm sorry. Uh, 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 Visa, Lockheed Martin, bottom line, they have a great valuation, and I think they'll do well in all types of different markets. Yeah. Why don't you go through them one by one so that uh, people could take some notes and get excited like you are about Lockheed Martin, Verizon, American Tower, and Visa. Tell me a little something on each one. 
Well, you know, Verizon has a stable dividend, and if you look at their PE, it's around eight, eight and a half, nine, and I think that makes it attractive. I mean, long term, that's a holding that you know a lot of potential uh, retirees should consider owning, but no more than three percent. Um, another one is American Tower. They have double-digit growth at this point. Like I mentioned, Lockheed Martin, they have a great valuation, and I think they're you know positioned to do well in all types of different markets. Um, yeah. Like I mentioned. Go ahead. Tell me about, I think you were about to finish up Visa. Yeah, Visa, you know, they're undervalued and they have a 5.3 or 5.4 uh, dividend at this point. And I think they've gotten kind of beat up in this market. Uh, as one of my best money managers told me at the height of this crisis uh, in March of 2020, he said, this is exhilarating. And it, it, sometimes it's hard for clients to, to really embrace that that concept. But some of my favorite stocks are on sale at this point. You know, for instance, like Microsoft, they're down for the year, but their earnings growth is eight is up 18%. That presents the opportunity for all of us. So that's an interesting one, because we're gonna be talking about some of those big names later. Um, looking at earnings growth, you're looking at other metrics to find the winners, right? It's not just, um, you know, willy nilly that you come up with these names. No, definitely not. I mean, because margins are being compressed and there's going to be right. a lot of names out there that are going to certainly struggle. Tell me about bonds overall. Where do they fit in a portfolio at this point? Well, it's interesting. I was on a conference call with a, a manager that manages about 50 billion. And for the first time in five years, he got excited about bonds. I think, you know, mm -hmm. the fact of the matter is bonds have had their worst performance in a century. And, you know, that that's remarkable. Bonds are down 12, 13%. And I think there are some opportunities with bonds out there. As interest rates increase, I think uh, you could buy, my preference is individual bonds. A lot of folks will buy into bond mutual funds and they, they'll struggle. But if you have a, a individual bond, you can hold that bond till maturity. Right. I saw that you said that um, we could even go down further, another 10 or 15% even. What would that be in certain sectors or the overall market? Well, if we do go down another 10 or 15%, I think it makes the, the case stronger for, for large value or dividend paying stocks. They're going to be the first historically to do well in a difficult market. Mm -hmm. All right. Adam Lampy, thank you so much. CEO of co-founder Mint Wealth Management. Thank you.